More Sales Podcast by Gain the Edge, the show that focuses on helping you scale with sales systems, teams, and strategies so that you can step into all the opportunities that exist for you in your business and in your life. I'm your host, Jim Padilla, and today we're going to talk about pipeline management. Pipeline management. More importantly, how does this help you produce exponential growth, far more sales than what happens on the front end? Right. We're going to discuss the ins and outs of being strategic and having a quality system that will predictably lead you to increase conversions. Right. Uh, and uh, if you stick to the end, uh, of course, we have some surprises and, and, uh, and offers that we're always sharing with you. So make sure you check that out as well uh, so that we can uh, listen all the way through. So you make sure that you get the right details and the information for the things that are coming your way. Before we start our episode today, please go to my Instagram at at Gain the Edge now, okay, and follow me there. Message me and send any sales questions that you have. Because again, we're always looking to support you and your growth. We share from the front lines because we're running 25,000 sales conversations a year as an outsourced sales, a fractional sales division. Um, so we think see things at volume that most people just don't see. And so we just see the things that are happening with the greatest frequency. And that's what we want to share with you. But we also want to be able to address your specific challenges and questions. So please always, you know, reach out, let us know so we can capture that information and be able to help you support you powerfully in your mission of growing and, and scaling so that you can serve the people you were intended to serve instead of spending all of your time trying to chase leads and chase clients and figure out how you're going to grow your company. All right. So, um, what we're going to talk about today is pipeline management. How important is it? Why do you need a pipeline? What is a pipeline? And some quick keys and identifiers to be able to implement pipeline strategy, right? And I'm going to share with you one of ours that we are working with as well. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking uh, to a, a colleague um, and we're having some conversation and then uh, the, the discussion got really intense around how do you close more sales on the front end, meaning like how people are trying to decrease the amount of time from click to conversion, right? There's such an emphasis on cold traffic strategies and we need them. We absolutely have to have cold traffic strategies. I want to talk about pipeline management. I know a uh, previous episode, we talked about the 90-10 fallacy, which is, you know, again, 90% of the effort for most people is spent on what they do on the front end. That first little thread of communication from the time you get somebody's interest in you to how fast can you get them into a premium offering. And that's awesome. I'm all for it. We absolutely make millions of dollars doing that. But again, 90% of your effort. The problem is that you most people are between 3% and 7% of your sales come in that first in that first uh, section of time, 97 to 93% of your sales come after those first opportunities because people come into your world because they're interested. doesn't mean they're all coming because they've got a bleeding neck problem that needs to be solved. They are on the journey, on the, on the, on the uh, spectrum of serious need to somewhat need, right? They're probably everywhere, anywhere from problem aware and not solution aware to, uh, just exploring the fact that this problem is something that might need to be solved. So you're capturing all of these people on this wide range of spectrum as they move into your world, but you're spending all of your time trying to capitalize on the front end with which typically only three to 7% of your people. And that means that you're going to, you're making a lot, but you're also, you have, you're leaving a ridiculous amount of potential 
on the table from people who aren't ready to buy from you today and from people who just need to know more about you. They need to understand that there is, that there's more to offer the greater they get to know you, the more they get to see your style and how you communicate, how you show up and what you do. Okay. So basically there's something that we call pipeline, right? And I, I, I some of this, I, some of this, I, I say this stuff a lot. So I know it's probably, you know, reiterating, but the thing that mo- blows my mind is most people, most salespeople, most sales organizations don't work pipelines. If you have an automated follow-up drip process in your CRM, good on you. That's not a pipeline management. That's simply some systematized nurture. Okay. Number one, y'all need to get better at getting on the phone because nothing will ever replace the phone. You need to be able to talk to people if you want to make sales. Every virtual strategy, every automated strategy, everything you're doing is should be designed to move people towards wanting to talk to you to buy, right? Or to be able to buy without having to talk to anybody, one of the two. But but most of the time we're trying to do, we're, we're creating all of this stuff so that we don't have to talk to people. That's the wrong approach. It should be to get more people to talk to you and get people more prepared to talk to you and get people to have better conversations with you, but it should never be about eliminating conversations, right? So that's just my little rant for the day. But pipelines, pipeline, why do you need a pipeline? See, pipeline is... Um, it's basically, it's a way to move people forward, right? It's a, it's a process of moving things uninterrupted from one end to the other. So when somebody comes into your world, they get an invitation, they get an opportunity, and then now they're at various stages of wanting to know more. And your job is to create a predictable path for them to move through. Okay. And again, this is what we call a pipeline and inside of our company, our sales team, we make pipeline sales every week, every month, all the time. We generate sales for our clients that they won't on their own because again, nurture, follow-up automated nurture sequence is not pipeline management. Pipeline management is actively, predictively moving people from one step to the next. It's engaging them where they are because you know where they are because you have, you know, as a pipeline manager, you know what it was that brought them in, what got them to the next step, what communications have you shared that have moved them there, you know what they have told you, you know what their what their fears and their concerns are, you know what the challenges are that they are ex- expecting, so that you're not just inviting everybody to everything, right? You're actively working people, and as they are moving closer or moving through stages of growth. You just sent them a book. Now you're following up. Did they read the book? How, what, what questions do they have from the book? What kind of things could they implement around the book and what help would they need, right? You sent them a PDF. If you checked in with them on what they found most useful about the PDF or have they utilized it or what made them interested in the need to want to explore this PDF? What was the problem they were trying to solve? What was going on, right? So there's, there's a lot of live interaction that is, that comes from the salesperson, the person on your sales team, right? The person who is managing this. And this is happening across your cam- across all of your campaigns, right? In our company, it's happening across dozens of campaigns that we're supporting for all of our clients. Okay, the key on this is that this is a system. The reason why most people don't work a pipeline is because number one, again, you only have so much time in the day. And most of the time, we're so busy trying to find this new client, this shiny new client who's going to come through the door because we want we want the first swipe at them. We want to say, yes, let's get this one call closed in the door. In the myth of the one call close, I won't go down. That's a, that's a whole nother episode. But there's no such thing as a one call close. There's just a person who is new to you, who's already expressed, who's already had other, op- other people trying to get opportunities to solve their problem and didn't do it well. And then they, but they have also prepped them and teed them up for the need to solve this problem. So that when they came to you, 
it was, it may have been a one call close for you at this moment, but in general, that stuff doesn't happen. I know I went into a little bit of a rant on the last episode around that. So go check that out. But what I want you thinking about is everybody has a customized journey. Everybody has a personal experience that they need to move through in your world. Okay. And so you want to have a method in a way to track them. You need to know what brought them in, what are they doing? Where are they going? What's the problem that they're trying to solve? And how can you predictably move them one step closer to wanting to solve that? What are the key, key opportunities that you want to invite them to? You know, we do workshops every month. We do events uh, quarterly and, and beyond. We do lots of events. I don't, we can't just invite everybody to every event because then after a while, it just gets boring and old to them. And it's not personal and customized. But if I'm actively working a pipeline and we have Last week, we just did a build your event workshop where we help identify the key components, the key bricks necessary to building a six-figure foundation for your event. Well, this week we have coming up a compelling and converting offers workshop, right? And that's not, that is not event specific. It is offer specific. Okay. So everybody inside of my pipeline is not looking to solve the same problem. So I'm not inviting all of them to both of them. I'm, I'm inviting, there's certain people we're specifically inviting to the, uh, to, to the event workshop. And then there's other people that we're specifically inviting to the, um, <laughs> to the compelling and converting offers workshop. Now, some of those people may cross over because people opt in for different things, right? You may have come in through multiple pipelines. You may have expressed interest in, uh, in offers, in events, in conversion strategies, in sales systems, in which case all those roads would lead to both of those components. Okay. But based on who we're talking to about what, we know who we need by to, where, and when, right? And we have a build your event boot camp, which is a three day let's build your entire event using our system strategies, templates, and resources so that you can walk away with a tan- ready to implement and execute event. Right. And then after that, we have our make more sales live where we're going to walk you through all of our sales systems, all of our sales strategies. So you can understand what it means to be sales team ready. What is a quality functioning, prepared, systematized sales team produce in an environment for a company that is sales team ready? Right. How do you scale a company with sales team systems? Right. Right. So all four of those events are different. Now, the build your event workshop leads to the build your event boot camp. Okay. But again, everybody's at a different stage of the journey. And so based on who we're having discussions with and who has shown up for which activities, who has had conversations, who has completed certain tasks or consumed certain content or will we'll determine who we invite to which areas. Okay. I'm going to do a quick uh, share with you because there's a number of ways that you can track that. I'm not a list guy, right? I prefer not to work on lists. Lists don't give me clarity. I like visual. I like mind maps. I like visual graphics. It helps me, right? So we have uh, a, a spreadsheet, a program, just a simple resource that we call the QR grid. It's called QR for quality, excuse me, qualified and ready. Okay. Qualified and ready. And this is just a snapshot of of what we do. We created this for our events. So this became an active event pipeline. Okay. And so what we would do is we would come to an event we would, we would start the event and we would put everybody, like we would create a big sheet chart of this. And we would put everybody on a, um, what you call it, a post-it note like this, your name, if you were at the event, your name was on a post-it note and you were in one of these four squares before we ever started the meeting. Okay. And so we would, and the, the chart, the grid that you're looking at, it is qualified and not ready. Okay. Like qualified goes along the vertical axis okay, and readiness 
goes along the horizontal axis. And the higher up you go, the more in, the more qualified you are. The higher, the farther out you go to the right, the more ready you are. And so based on pre-event assessments, we have some idea of who's qualified and who may be more ready than others. And we put them on these squares. And then as a team, we are at the end at the end of each day uh, and uh, during this during the event, we are talking through, OK, who spoke to Kelly, who spoke to Brian, who spoke to Lorna, who spoke to Mark um, and what was the conversation and does somebody else need to speak to him? Right? So we're actively managing this pipeline and we're moving them. So maybe a lot of them start out as, uh, you know, qualified because they filled out the assessments pre-event and they were qualified. So, okay, we know they're qualified. And at this moment, they're not ready, but as the event moves along, they're moving further towards readiness. So maybe they all start on this column and then end up here. Okay. Qualified. Uh, that's, that's qualified and not ready. That's somebody who meets all the markers of saying, yes, this is my potential client right here. This is somebody we could do business with. They are just not, it's not a bleeding neck problem based on their perception yet. So we have to help make this a clear, we have to help them see all of the risk of not solving the problem. So we can help this become more of a ready conversation. Okay. Now when in this, and here's the reason I, we, that uh, we created this, everybody's come to you is on some version of this spectrum. They are either qualified and not ready, or they are ready and not qualified. Or of course they are neither, right? I mean, if you're not qualified and not ready, then somehow you got sucked up into this event and we're just here to deliver value to you because you can't pay, you're not ready to go, not motivated. So just enjoy it and get as much value as you can. Then there's people who are qualified and ready. Okay. And which means they're ready to solve the problem and they're qualified, but they maybe aren't ready to move forward with you. So they could still be in this grid. These are the most hot people or, you know, we label it green because this is where the money lives. Okay. So anybody with the goal is to move people to this, you're on a journey of moving people to the qualified and ready section. Then from here, it's okay. All right, now that you're qualified, meaning we know you can invest in this. We know that you have the problems that we solve, right? Readiness, meaning you're at a place where you have consensus in your company, in your business that you need to solve this problem. Now the question is, how do we get them to solve it with us? Okay, so now we're only starting to solve for how do you, you know, are you going to buy from us, right? Which is the purpose of working a pipeline. You're building a relationship. You're delivering value. You're staying valuable and relevant over time. So we're just moving people on this journey. Okay, so people moving across these squares, and then we're just tracking them. Okay, they we, we won the sale, and what was the offer, right? Or we lost the sale. Okay, um, and so that's all. This is just a quick snapshot, and this is not instead of working through a CRM. I think everybody should have a CRM, um, and be clear uh, about you know. Well, actually, uh, in an upcoming episode, we're going to do we're going to break down some of some CRMs and some CRM components, because I'm not going to recommend, I'm not making any recommendations because um, there are a million software platforms and they all work to varying different degrees and for certain things. But what we're going to do is just talk through the difference between um, a, a marketing CRM, a sales pipeline CRM, because there are some that are conducive to help salespeople move people predictably through a process so that you can help them be ready. And they integrate well with CRMs and with, with, uh, with other platforms. So we're going to talk through that stuff too. So, so what are the things you need to look for to make this stuff work? So that the whole function, the whole focus of this is that when you're, when you have pipeline management tools is that, you know, what your team, everybody's working off the same language and on the same patterns. And everybody on your team knows what's a good lead. Everybody knows what are the stages of the pipeline that people need to be moving through based on the conversation. Now, again, that the, that QR grid pipeline works really good in it for a short session, for a short session. If you're going to do an event, right. And we typically do an event 
follow-up process for about 30 days. And so it's moving people through it. If, they're, if you're going to manage somebody through this for 12 months, there's not enough components on that grid to manage that. But over the course of three days, and it's visual and, it give, and it's clear where we're moving people. Once we get beyond the event, then we move them into other pipelines, right? And we want to make sure that goes. The most important part of this is that you are visually a visual representation of where people are in your world while they're on the journey towards solving the problem. And this is about having part, a system. Okay? Sales system doesn't require technology. A system just requires documentation. You need to go, where are they moving through my world? How do I get these people from zero to 100? And what are the steps? What are the processes? What are the problems that are going to be solved? What are the resources we're making happen? What are the steps we're taking to ensure that they are being led and served and supported? on this journey effectively, okay? That's part of a system. That's part of what makes a team sales team ready, okay? Most of the time, people are like, hey, let me get a salesperson. You don't have a system, you don't have a strategy, you barely have an offer that converts um, or that is clear and compelling. And then you throw salespeople on it and then everybody's doing their own thing. And here's the problem. Most salespeople just aren't equipped, right? They're, they're salespeople who know, who can come into a very well curated environment and have a great conversation and move people forward. Most the moment you get outside of that, all sorts of effectiveness flies out the window, right? Because most people are not system driven. Most people are not detailed. Most salespeople don't want to follow up, don't want to do anything that's going to require them to take extra steps. They want to be as efficient as they possibly can, and many times at the cost of effectiveness. So you have to surround them with the clarity of, of the system that helps them be clear on what are the next steps, what are the consequences of each step, what are the what are the expectations at each step, right? Each stage of the pipeline. Um, and then making sure that happens, right? So making sure that your offer is met, each offer has its own clear pipeline, meaning what are the stages of readiness, need, and desire, people being clear, of, I'm qualified, I'm ready, now I have great need and desire to be able to do something to move forward here, because all of your offers typically are not all in alignment. You got to make sure you know which offers lead to which, um, which key problems that people are trying to solve. And always being aware of how are you making them clear and aware that they have this problem because many times you can't make the assumptions that just because somebody's got a problem that they're aware of it or that they're aware of the consequences of it or they're aware of how this will impact what they need to do forward and what are the next steps to solving the problem before you have to get to the big solution right that's all part of pipeline management this is what our sales teams do this is what we do in depth intentionally with strategy and purpose, because we make sure that pipeline management is, is supreme, right? This is priority number one. And that's what a qualified booked appointment leads to, right? Is people who can, who can deliver, who can move through a sequence because you have, you have determined these are the people who have a bleeding neck problem. And this is the journey they should be on to be met with this optimal offer. And then when they're not ready for this offer, what are the stages of readiness, need, and desire we need to move them through so that they show up as a qualified book deployment, getting another seat at the table, getting another opportunity for the offer, right? Too many people make the assumption that just because somebody said no, that you're done and it's time to just let them go or put them on your nurture sequence and throw a bunch of JV offers at them. That's just foolish because all you've done then is taking the opportunity off the table. I remember watching Frank Kern in a, in a mastermind discussion saying that he doesn't do any partnership piece. His partners are qualified as, as cold traffic ads. He's like, I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody else trying to sell people in my world, my, a bunch of different things. He's like, I want people in my, my world. Once they come in, let them have a curated journey 
that lets them see all sides of my offers, my solutions, and everything I can do for them, right? Um, and uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with partners. We do a lot of partnership work around here, but it's just a, a perspective on understanding that you could create a pipeline and experience that moves people intentionally through a very curated experience, right? If you're, you will know all the things that they're going to be exposed to, introduced to, offered, right? And that leads to a higher quality, higher quality um, lead, a higher, um, a higher, a more qualified booked appointment when it shows up and higher probability of people taking action on the right things, even if it's multiple times, multiple offers, right? And then one of the other things that we do in our pipeline, um, pipeline management is we do pipeline meetings, right? So people look and then the team works together. Well, here's what just happened with Fred. What will happen with you? Uh, I don't know if this conversation worked. Maybe you can talk to him because I think this is a better conversation for you, right? We get leads switched around. We have a, po a policy and a philosophy that if there's not, uh, if we don't have at least 25% of the commissions that are uh, being paid on that are split sales, then there's not enough working. We just know that if there's not a high, high volume of split sales, then people are being lost. People are being missed because then people are more focused on my commission, my sale versus get this person across the finish line. If everybody is in service to the mission and if it's a live event, then the mission is a live event, the excess of the success of the event. If it's, uh, you know, if we're trying to um, fill a program, fill a pipeline, fill, fill a campaign, right, then everybody needs to be in service to how do we solve for these clients and get them across the finish line so that we can launch this program or that this, this mastermind can go off or the, these, these cohort can get done uh, and that these people can get served. That always has to be number one above whose lead is it, whose sale is it, which pipeline are they in? It needs to be, how do we, how do we switch them? If we have all the right data, we know who's seen what. Sometimes they just need to hear this. They can hear the same exact message, but from a different salesperson, somebody else who can explain it differently. And all of a sudden they hear it different and they understand it. And now they're ready to go. Or they just heard it again. And it's just was the thing that they needed, right? But we're consistently, that's part of pipeline management, active pipeline management. Right. Uh, I remember when I was uh, when I had my mortgage company, we used to have we had a, 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 an auto dialer in, in, a, in a phone room. We called it the cave and everybody had to go in before they have spent 20 minutes a day down in the cave getting, you know, as, these, as the dialer was rolling them through all these other recycled leads. Um, as a way to practice, um, you know, getting getting yourself lubricated before you jumped on the phone with all of your more qualified leads. Um, but one thing we had was a, we had lead sheets. And it was just like basically a piece of paper that had five leads on every sheet and it had all the key information uh, for them. And people would make notes on them and not talk to this person and whatever. And the first, a brand new lead sheet always looks more appealing. And sales team was always like, oh, we got new lead sheets, right? And they handle them a little bit with more, with greater care. Uh, and then after you, after, at the end of the shift, you turn the lead back in, right? Your lead sheets go back into the pile. And because you maybe you got hold of two people on the sheet or one or three, and those other two still needed to be worked through. Um, or maybe yeah, there was a message, um, but nobody would gotten a hold of. And um, so what happens is the more, the more marks and notes are on the sheet, sales team would look at him and go, hmm, I don't like that one. That's an old lead. It's been beat up. They make assumptions in our brain that says, well, we've already tried this person five times and they're not answering buying. So I don't want that lead sheet. Right. So what we would do is at the end of, of, of the day, our, we would have our assistants go in and clean them all up, right? Take all the ones who've been used, been, you know, all the ones that are no longer valid, get them off and we put new sheets new, fresh, clean sheets. And everybody would look at them and go, yeah, cool, new sheets. And then they would go and the conversion rates were very, very correlated to 
the cleanliness of the sheets. So the, the more, if we let them go for a couple of days, which is what usually we did, um, those conversion rates would, would drop drastically because people were not emotionally connected to the reality that they could actually close these sales. But when we put new sheets out, all of a sudden conversions would go up. They were the same damn leads, right? But they were treated with greater care. They were treated with greater urgency. They were treated with more seriousness and saying, yes, we can actually make this happen. And then they would do the things necessary to, to make the sales happen because their energy and commitment level was higher. Well, that's all a pipeline is. Pipeline gives you that capability to move that, to keep people moving, keep you, keep them, keep you relevant and valuable in, their, in the prospects world over time and keeps your team engaged and motivated and informed, right? Because when you can make data informed decisions around what you're doing in the sales conversation, in business anywhere, data can help inform the choices that you make and the actions that you take. And a pipeline gives you clear data, helps you know what stage, what step, what process, who else could help, who else can share on this deal. Because if you're a sales opener and this is you, then they're all your leads, right? But if you're working with a sales team, then it's None of them are your leads. They're the company's leads. And even for you, I would, if you're a solo printer, I would advise you to start looking at it that way. They're not your leads. They're the company's leads. And how can you serve the company's mission? What can you do to ensure the company wins? Because when the company wins, the clients win, you win, your team wins, everybody wins. So that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the essence of what a pipeline is going to do for you. There's so much that we, I could literally do. 20 episodes, uh, you know, hour long, we could do a three-day event on how to manage and navigate a pipeline to win. Um, but this, you should make sure that you're, you have a pipeline that you have identified. What are the key steps and phases that you want to move people through in your pipeline? The more detailed, the better, but at first, at least identify them so that you can make sure, oh man, I, this person didn't even go through this step. Of course, now, now makes sense why they're still, they're still not ready to buy right? Just make sure that you're, you have a, an identified process that you can move people through, right? And if you want to talk to us about how to do that, please, uh, you know, by all means, reach out to us, um, check out the show notes. Um, we, you know, we'd love to talk to you, uh, me or someone on our team about how, can, what is your, what is your pipeline? What is your stages of your sales process? And, uh, you know, are you looking at a place where you're ready to start uh, bringing other people into that sales process? And, and we talk to you about, well, you know, what does that look like? Um, we've got some other videos that are, that are out, you should be able to find them. That we're we're starting putting out a, a series on, you know, why should you outsource? What are the pros and cons? What are the strengths and weaknesses? What are the what? How do you win with sales teams? How do you lose with with an outsource process, etc.? What are the things you should be thinking about if you're building a sales team? What are the things you should be thinking about if you're outsourcing a sales team? Right? What kind of person? Um, what kind of person outsources, what kind of a person needs to keep it in house, right? There's a lot of that stuff. So keep an eye out for those videos. Cause we're, we're, we're knocking out a video series, um, that's launching this week, um, around that so that you will start to, you'll, you'll have much more clarity, um, and insight to how to make these decisions greatly, because again, this is what we do at scale. And we'd love to help you get clear, uh, on scaling your company with sales teams, systems, and strategies, right? So um, jump into the show notes. I told you there was a gift in there and, uh, and we have um, another uh, a bonus in here um, that uh, want to help you understand. It's a, it's a process to help identify the right leads and fill your calendar with qualified and ready leads. We've prepared a compilation of our proven strategies uh, and there's a link in there. It says leads made easy and it will take you to our leads made easy program, which is um, we're, we're bonusing that we're, we're gifting that to you uh, just for spending time and being in our world. And it's something that we're very, very proud of. And, and it's generated a lot of activity for us and for our clients. And we'd love to see um, you know what it can do for you. So we look forward to hearing from 
from you. Please uh, find ways to connect with us. All the ways to connect with us are in the show notes. Please take advantage of it. Rate, share, and subscribe. Let people know that if you find value in this, because again, we do have a unique perspective on sales in general uh, and on what you can be doing to scale and grow your company. And we are here for you. So as always, thanks for trusting us to be part of your success team. Go make some magic happen and make the cash register. Now.